0: Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Brandon Warren is back with us to talk Carlos Correa, the shortstop market starting pitching. So much coming up. We are reunited on today's episode of Locked On Twins.
1: You are Locked On Twins your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
0: every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Here with Brandon Warren today on a special off-season episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered with season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. The loyal Lockdown Twins listeners know that Brandon and I, after almost every Twins game, did a postcast this season. We had some highs, we had some lows, we had some ejections but we had a lot of fun and brandon's back today how are you
1: i'm not doing too bad and the ejections weren't uh weren't us which is good but i think a couple times we got heated enough to merit an ejection if uh if they knew what kind of heat we were bringing but it's good to be back and it's fun to discuss what still looks like it's gonna be a pretty adventurous off season for your twins
0: Got to start with the, the main topic, the man, Brandon. What is your feeling today in this moment? I know it comes and goes on Carlos Correa.
1: Slight pessimism, but at the same time, we also felt slight pessimism going into the 2019, 20, or coming out basically of the offseason into 2020 on Josh Donaldson. And then all of a sudden, Mark Feinsand tweets at like 6 p.m. one night that the deal happened. So. I don't know. I think it'll either sneak up on us or it's going to be something that just blows up. And uh, the tweets are going to be ugly if they don't get him. But uh, I think they still have a path to a pretty good off season without him.
0: We've, we've discussed Correa like during the season, we would talk about him all the time. And especially later in the year, started to talk about what a potential extension would look like. But my next question for you, Brandon, is I think I know the first part. I know the answer to the first part. Should the Twins offer Carlos Correa $300 million and maybe more importantly, do you think 300 million is going to be enough? We saw Xander Bogarts gets 280 over 11, which I think was shocking for a lot of people, certainly me. Trey mm-hmm. Turner got 300. Is 300 even going to be enough for Carlos Correa?
1: It's going to be close. I think, you know, I think Boris is going to ask for like 350. I think it'll come down. I'm thinking it probably settles in that maybe 310, 315 maybe three twenty. But I think it's going to have to be at least 300. And will the Twins go there on 10 years? Will he want more years? Will he want more AAV? Will he want a combination of both? Is anybody else offering that? There's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And um, I don't even know where you start. I think what's going to happen is someone in the athletic is going to have a really nice uh, long form story about how the negotiations went, regardless of what happens.
0: I'll be super interested to hear either way, whether it's with yep. the twins, without yep. the twins, Dan Hayes and, and Aaron Gleeman, or I guess Dan came out with it on Monday, little scoop or maybe a leak or maybe a little bit of both that the twins are open to trading Luis rise, which I think yep. was a surprise to some for you and I, we follow this every single day. I don't think it was as much of a surprise for me. How did you feel about that? And how do you feel about trading Luis rise?
1: I mean, I didn't think they were going to be said out loud, but I think the implication is unless you are a superstar on this team and right now they don't really have any, um, anybody can be in conversations. Now, does that mean that Louis Arise has appeared in more conversations than, say, Jose Miranda this offseason? I don't know that that's true because maybe five teams have called about Miranda and there's just one or two who would be really focused on Arise. But for me, Arise... And his skill set, while tantalizing, is a prime prime candidate for me to move if you can get something you don't have on this current team. And you know, if if you, I don't know if an, another number two starter qualifies as something, or if it has to be an ace for it to make sense. Uh, in that case, you're building on the deal. He's pretty much a positionless man who can really hit, but doesn't give you much power doesn't walk quite as much as you'd like and doesn't really have he's that well. And we saw what he did down the stretch last year too. Um, you know, when the bat's not working, he's, he doesn't do much.
0: We did see that in the second half and the legs and the knees. And I understand the flip side of that. I also understand a lot of people say, don't trade Luis arise. He's my favorite player. He's my favorite turn to watch. He's universally beloved by twins territory. So I understand both sides. I'll switch it to this, Brandon, because they both have three years of team control and Arise is a little bit cheaper, but I don't think it's going to be crazy different. Jorge Polanco, Luis Arise, both, you know, second baseman, I would say. Louis played first last year down the stretch. But if you were given the chance, if there was a deal out there for Pablo Lopez or Zach Gallon, if that was possible and the other guys were involved, just straight up cut everything away, would you trade Jorge Polanco or Luis Arise if given the choice, both with three years of team control?
1: it'd be a rise for me just because he can't play shortstop whatsoever. And we know Polanco's not great shakes over there, but there's really no reason to play second, third, or short in a pinch. And I've seen some of the looks of Arise's numbers in StatCast at third base. They were pretty ugly. Now, small samples awful. Size caveats and that, but it just, it was Arise bad. So uh, just due to positional scarcity of a shortstop, it's Polanco. I think he's a more complete player and – I don't know, man. When I when I have a big plate appearance for a Twins hitter, I think right now Polanco, you know, assuming maybe they bring Correa back, he gets into the conversation. But uh, I want Polanco up there. He, his blood pressure seems to stay low, his heart rate stays low, and he does a good job of not letting them get too big. So um, I like Polanco a lot. I'd keep him for sure.
0: I do too. And he was so good in 2021. Uh, wonder a little bit about the age gap there. Luis Ariz, 25. I think Polo's 29. I believe that he sounds just right. 29 yeah 29 or 30 so it's a good question though I think it's something to think about and I think some people would be like well of course I would trade Jorge Polanco and I would understand that and then others I think you and and I think me included like I would have to think about it a little further but uh you know top of the top of my head it's a rise
1: yeah I mean you could you could cite Polanco making more money and you could Polanco being older valid things to say I like that Polanco is so you get a little more plate coverage or better plate coverage, mostly left-handed right now. But yeah, I, there's not really a wrong answer. It's not like you're asking if you'd rather trade, uh, you know, Miguel Sano or Jose Miranda a few months ago, you mm-hmm. know? So it's a, it's a pretty easy um, way to say that you could justify either one of them moving.
0: We've seen a lot of deals, a lot of deals at the winter meetings. Brandon, what's one free agent deal you would have liked the twins to sign?
1: I, I mean, I kind of say 11 years and, and under, was it under 300 or was it right at 300? Um, I'm all over that. I know he's going to age probably pretty poorly specs, but he's just such a dynamic player right now. Um, But that feels like too easy of an answer. So I will go with um, Wilson Contreras. To me, that was a, reasonable price to pay for a catcher. Uh you know, you put it in comparison with guys like Yasmani Grandall, even Russell Martin many years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Catching prices tend to be reasonable just because they don't play every day. So it's Contreras for me. I thought it was a perfectly reasonable deal. I thought some of the pitching deals you know
0: quite a bit more than I would have given. So for me right now it's Contreras. Can we pause for a second? Okay. We're paused. Great. Because you got to try this. I'm talking about Built Bars, new reimagined flavors, cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, coconut brownie topper, white chocolate peppermint granola. It's Built take on the granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. Built Bars are delicious, but Built Bars are healthy. For anyone who hasn't tried before, they're literally the best tasting protein bars ever Built. My parents love them. Stealing them from me all the time. We get them shipped to the house. I'm not kidding. There will be a time before you try these new Built Bars. Built. you got to try this. The magical, wonderful time afterwards. You're probably thinking, which new flavor is my favorite? It's an unanswerable question, to say the least. You can get 15% off right now by using the code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. That's code LOCKEDON15 at Built dot com thought about taiwan walker uh jameson tyone but i agree like they they got paid the big bucks and and maybe it'll pay off for those clubs but i thought of Contreras as well i think that would that would be my answer and then maybe taiwan i mean who would you have chosen between they basically made the same amount of money i think taiwan got four for 68 and taiwan got four for 72 so who would you have invested in if you know the twins were in on one of those guys
1: uh i just be because uh, I've had to do a lot of writing about Walker's job and I feel like he's just proches and just doesn't quite have the ability to get out of that you know like number 4 starter mold number maybe 3 I still believe in Tyon and again they're both pretty much finished products as far as development but for me Tyon just has a little bit more of a gear to get to whereas Walker um you know he'll he'll have these weird splits like he'll be 2 ERA in the first half and six in the second half and so his final end of the season era is four and you're like that eh, doesn't really make any sense so uh, I'm leaning on uh Jameis and Tyon but it's uh it's not by you know a whole ton or anything
0: we have some clarity on the free agent market Brandon what is your ideal maybe a off-season plan look like for the twins from this point forward
1: so I have kind of two different ones um a is probably Correa trading for a starting pitcher, signing a catcher, and then Luke Voigt at first base. Um Narvaez is my guy behind the plate, but the rumors of Vasquez are certainly not upsetting. If Mike Zanino mm. can throw, um, you know, he's in that mix for me too. Um, so what I'm thinking, you know, A is probably like um Narvaez, Voigt. If they go free agency route for a pitcher, it's not gonna be anybody much better than like um, you know who's out there? Even I'm trying to think of guys who are probably going to get like eight million, ten million yeah. for one year. You one know, year deals. Kyle Gibson type. Right. Um, so Jordan, I think I would trade. Jordan Lyles. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Lyles. I think actually that's why I included in my article today. Um, who doesn't do anything for me? Uh and so a, a lot of it's tied up in um, what pitcher can you get off free agency. If you sign Dansby Swanson as opposed to Carlos Correa, right? Or what other what other improvements do you make with the difference? And if you do Dansby and say Cindergaard or Bassett, both of whom I'm totally cool with, and then you go catcher, first base, then um, maybe one reliever like an Archie Bradley type. Um, to me, that's that's the A plus ideal. So I would say Correa. I guess I keep talking on myself, but my biggest issue is. You could, in theory, sign Correa and trade for Pablo Lopez, and that's like your A++ offseason, in addition to what I would say is adding a catcher. Uh, I'd like a right-handed bat again, Luke Voigt I keep coming back to. But um, I also wonder about Jerickson Profar and the whole Texas Rangers connection with Levine. Um, So, But basically shortstop, uh, starting pitcher, first base, catcher, and then one reliever. I'm thinking of adding five guys. But um, I really like Dansby Swanson since breaking him down today on access twins. So, if he can jump in there with a better starting pitcher, I think that's that could swing my vote. But um, you know, I think I've I think I've just kept talking to not come to a specific decision. Well,
0: I will ask you this, Brandon, if you could either have Dansby Swanson for let's say 6, you know, 160 whatever that's going to be and no. Carlos Rodon or Carlos Correa and a Nathan Uvalde who who what uh what package are you taking there if you had a choice?
1: Yeah, it's gotta be Swanson and Radon for me. Uh, the the thing I come back to though is if Swanson gets you know, I can deal seven one seventy five. So twenty-five per mm-hmm. um are the twins willing to stretch the budget to get Rodon at thirty per fifty-five Correa and Evaldi. Yeah, you're probably fifty five. If they're both possible, I'm definitely going with Swanson and Rodon just because Rodon does things that are just um ridiculous. The twins don't have anybody in the organization uh who can do. I think maybe prelip is a little bit of hurt, but um no. Uh Rodon and Swanson for me, but they'll be quite a bit.
0: It's December eighth, Brandon, and Max Kepler are still on the roster. And I know we both I don't remember if you said that you thought he would be traded. I've definitely said I would I think he's going to be traded. But has yep. your view of that changed that question is max kepler going to be on the opening day roster
1: it's tough to say just because you know when guys like mitch hanniger are signing right now um they're getting plenty of money is mitch hanniger a better player than Max? max kepler in a lot of respects yes but kepler's defense a little bit and then there's the expected you know can that get kepler back to a let's say a 110 weighted crew thing um in that case, the Twins would probably be selling lower right now, which they're not really going to want to do. Um, you know, would uh, we space with a right handed hitter and let it go off in Larnett kind of batter time? Uh, a lot of questions stem, but for me, um, you know, I think Kepler's still got one foot out for me. It's uh, I still feel like maybe a 55 45 or a 60 40 that he gets traded just because. Um, you know, if it clears a little, little bit of money, every bit's going to count when they're wooing. I go to the trade.
0: Brandon Warren, do you believe the Twins have a bright future? It's a tough question.
1: Um, I do, honestly. And I, I, it's funny. You, if you get accused of being too positive or too negative, you're definitely a member of Twins accused of being both. <laughs> that's that's pretty pretty brutal. Um, but I do, I think this team is, is immensely talented. And if this trainer, uh, fellow from Oakland can cut their DL, excuse me, IL, IL days, uh, you know, even because I think Oakland had half as many this year, um, they'll improve just by the sheer fact that you'll be getting more plate appearances from guys who aren't Jake cave or, or whoever, you know, it's, um, aren't Sandy Leone. um, uh, so I, I still think this team is immensely talented. They're going to get Kenta back, probably in a bullpen role. Um, looks like Griffin Jackson's throw this winter. I think I saw you yeah, comment I on talking. that. Um, no, I, I believe in the talent level of this team. It's just they didn't stay healthy. And do I have any to believe they can this year? No, I'm still going to choose to believe it. But um, we haven't seen the best of Tyler Mallow. We definitely haven't seen the best of Jorge Lopez. Um I'm excited because I still believe in the system too. Edward Julian, uh, you know, he's gonna he almost seems like a like an Oswaldo Arcia who can actually play the field or something. Um, you know, the, the, I like this farm system. I still do, and I know people don't nationally or even necessarily locally, but I believe they have a bright future. Uh, it's going to be hard to chase down Cleveland, Detroit, and Kansas City in the future, but um, I also think that Cleveland had one of the most lucky seasons of all time. So um, some things should even out here in 2023 and i'm excited to see it
0: brandon mentioned griffin jacks there was a video from driveline he's working at driveline always excited to see a twins pitcher working at driveline but it was like a almost a pull down with a gray ball i don't know the termage but he threw it 100 miles an hour and it was exciting and i think i said this a couple weeks ago when i was doing his season in review he's one of my 2023 like extra breakout picks we saw Luis rise kind of have a second breakout this year yeah i would say griffin jacks is due for that because you look at like runners in scoring position versus nobody on base it's this stark split i think he's due for some positive regression and i just think another year in the bullpen that experience is going to help him so who's your early 2023 breakout pick brandon
1: uh can it be someone who has broke will do it again or do you want someone who no. hasn't i think Could jose miranda i think jose miranda really turns a corner and is a um, you know, eight hundred and something OPS, twenty-five homer, maybe not middle of the bat, but like lower middle, fifth, sixth in the order kind of bat. Um, you know, is his future at first or third? I'm kind of thinking first, just because you know maybe Royce, third, maybe Royce Lewis plays second, and then in that case, Miranda plays third. But um, they have a lot of guys for not a lot of spots, so I think Miranda's position is that from. Will he just be able to focus on hitting then, and you know, getting a little bit tighter around the bag? If he can, very special hitter, and there's a reason why he's still in this organization when they long could have traded him a go for pitching.
0: I'm excited about him too. I mean, we were excited about him last year. Sometimes we were speechless in the middle of that stretch yeah. where he was just incredible with we'll well, running position. And go ahead.
1: Yeah, should be in the conversation too. I don't know how much he'll get mm-hmm. to pitch in terms of stretching him back out. But if he's healthy, they're not going to expect him to be anything more than probably fifth or sixth on the bullpen hierarchy, uh, unless he deserves it or earns it. But um, very special arm, and so hopefully he's healthy. You know, knock on wood, because uh, they're going to need every bit of it.
0: I was going to do a deep dive on him, and Trevor McGill's still in this bullpen, Brandon. So the yeah. <laughs> the flame coming out of there, like if is healthy, throw a ninety-eight to one hundred, you got about five or six guys who can do so, which we've never seen that in Twins history.
1: I'm. I'm curious, you know, where, where is McGill on your 40-man roster? Like, if they chop four guys mm-hmm. and sign four guys, I mean, McGill's probably pretty close to that four for the Twins, but...
0: Um, I am going to say 37. Yeah, he's, say 37. he's probably
1: about right there. Um, but mm-hmm. you look at the stuff, you know, they've had success kind of reclaiming guys like Matt McGill was pretty decent for a while, and um, they had Oliver Drake for a half a minute. I To me, McGill screams... Um, he could take the next step. Maybe he ends up being the, the second coming of Jim Hoey, just throwing the crap out of the ball and getting pasted. But um, I saw enough this year that I would give him another shot. You know, I'd probably trust him more than Emilio Pagan right now, which is pretty sad to say, but uh, if those are the two front guys on your bullpen. You're doing okay.
0: Alex Kirilov's going to be one of my breakout picks every year, just because I'll always be a believer in his bat brand and how optimistic are you? We heard last week from Rocco or during the winter meetings, Things sound like they're going really well, but we've heard that before. I guess it's cautious optimism. Where are you on the Alex Kirloff train?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was the the high man on him when I called him Baby Vado for a few years before he had uh had a couple years off due to surgery and all that. But um I'm a big believer in the bat. I think he'll hit lefties well enough to play every day. I don't know what his power numbers will look like, you know, if it'll be forty doubles, twenty homers, thirty doubles, thirty homers, or you know, something completely different. But I'm a big believer in the bat. It's you know it's a skill set that's not going to cost a ton of money just because he's a corner guy, but um, you know he's gonna he's gonna be a vital piece of this offense if they're going to do anything this year. I, be- I believe that wholeheartedly.
0: Kirilov Miranda, if they can stay healthy together, like five six in the order, and if you find a way to bring back Curry or sign Swanson, I could see and, then the Larnick. and Larnick, I could see the like you're saying. I could see the offense. It's not hard to see things going well. You
1: know. This is this is why I'm not down on the team. Everybody Everybody's down on them because of what they did last year, and I get that. But you have to look and assess the talent level. And it's been a long time since they've had this much talent on the roster. The problem was, again, they couldn't stay healthy and keep the guys on the field. Had they stayed on the field? I mean, they're right there with Cleveland. I think they're more talented than Cleveland. And if people want to rip that, I'll I'll take the heat. But I believe in the talent of this organization right now. I The Baseball America Top 10 just came out. And the top 10 was top to bottom still, again, solid, even with guys like Encarnacion Strand traded, Spencer Steer traded, and Austin Martin not even in the top 10 coming off his Arizona Fall League. So the team is talented, and I think they got a few spare parts to really bring things into focus in terms of you know maybe Kepler or or whoever, um, rise. they're going to make some noise. I still believe in this offseason being uh a very good one it just has been about a frig as frigid as it is outside where you and I are right now
0: twins i think one of four teams to not yet make a free agent move but it feels like we say that every offseason it's like by the way by,
1: by the way uh if you have a second we can talk about them getting them cuz uh yeah. what an what an incredible amount of fortune to move up that probably negates all the bad luck the timberwolves had back in the day before <laughs> Before you were born, when they would miss out on guys like Morning and Larry Johnson because the lottery didn't like them, um, could you imagine Shaq in Minnesota? I mean, what a – Kevin Garnett would be just an also
0: Indeed, Shaq.
1: <laughs> but anyway, Man, thank uh, th- you. that Congrats pick is going to be you. great.
0: Yes, that's a top-five pick. That's, that's uh, awesome. Anytime you get a top-five pick, it's exciting. Yeah, Brooks Lee with the eighth pick. Like, think about adding a Brooks Lee-level talent to this farm system. That's – I mean, maybe even more in the fifth pick. That's, uh, it's super exciting.
1: Yeah. And top five is going to be a talent pretty much no matter what. Even Nick Gordon pitch, he could throw, he could hit. They thought he'd put on some, some, you know, bulk. Top five pick, man. They don't,
0: that's. Hey, Nicky's part of the team now. He's a key part of the squad. You never know. Brandon, he thank is. you so I,
1: much. I, I, Jersey back here. Did you see that? I, I literally <laughs> bought him jersey and i'm gonna get it autographed if i can get uh um you know admitting i was wrong
0: i love that brandon congrats to you on your new baby congrats to your family thank you so much it's such a pleasure every single time and we'll have you on again soon the people are gonna be happy that brandon's back and uh thank you again